0: next time you need auto parts and accessories trust the parts professionals at the 21 portland o'reilly auto parts stores our professional parts people know what it takes to get the job done right professionals have counted on o'reilly auto parts for decades now you can too professional parts people o'reilly auto parts better parts better prices every day
1: oh 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 o'reilly auto parts blog talk radio Amazing! It is Tuesday night again, and that means only one thing, and one thing only. It means it's time for Blog Talk Radio, and today is uh, our shortened version of Blog Talk Radio. We'll only be on here for about 10 or 15 minutes, but we're going to hopefully pack it full of some really good stuff, and uh, this is our last talk. Uh, about the life of Gideon, we have been studying Gideon now for quite some time, I think almost six weeks and um so we're gonna we're gonna kind of go out with a very interesting uh uh story It's probably the end of the story, which is not the best finish that we would like to have, but I guess you know that makes these things so realistic so um that's what we'll do uh gunner um what what have you got for us tonight?
0: Hey John, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing good, thanks.
0: Excellent, excellent. Well, you know what, we've been uh, playing these uh video uh you know, kind of the audio feed of some of these videos you've done here over the last uh few months here in the Gideon Gideon story yeah. and I'm excited about this one. Do you remember the one you did on the golden ephod where you were like actually wearing it? And then, you know, I think Marty Marty was like the angel angel at the end or, and just, just, just did something to it. You'll have to listen to the feed. you remember yeah. that
1: one? Oh, that's it's my, my favorite, favorite one. one.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> I'm excited about this. I'm excited to kind of – we're going to listen to the, uh, the audio of that video that you did. And then we've got a couple questions for you on the other side to kind of find out what happened Beautiful. to Gideon. I can't wait. This is going to be a lot of fun. So, John, you ready to go?
1: I'm ready. Here we go. Roll it. Well here it is, uh my last chance to uh wear my Gideon fighting man outfit. And uh, kinda disappointed I only got to wear it once. But you know when you think about it, uh none of this stuff was necessary. I mean, we don't even hear anything about them using a sword. It was the sword of the Lord. And did they need anything else? You know? All they needed was a torch and a and a ram's horn and a and a clay pot. And they stood there and watched while 120,000 people killed themselves. That was God. But then things turned a little squirrely after that. You know, they chased after these guys, 15,000 of them, it took them a couple of weeks. They punished two towns the Gideon didn't like because they didn't feed his men. Uh, they they got the kings and they cut their heads off and they made everybody pay and and uh you know I don't remember hearing God say anything about that stuff. So it, it's kinda hard to know what was going on there. And then when Gideon comes home, eh, a few things happen there that are a little kind of a slippery slope. You know, it like it kinda went to his head. Which sometimes when God uses us and and then then we, we get into a position of power and then we suddenly think it's us and we get confused Gideon you know, even even this thing you know what this this, this is a actually a like an ephod that, that Gideon had made he, he took earrings from uh, the enemy and and melted them down and he made an ephod which is a which is a press plate that the priests used to wear to find and they would wear it when they went in to find out stuff about God and And Gideon, I think, maybe thought he'd set this up and it would be a place where he could meet God, but it turned into an idol and people started to worship it just like we start to worship religion when we get away from a relationship with God. Things went pretty downhill. So, uh, you know, here we got this solid gold thing, and no wonder. No wonder things started to go. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you say solid gold? Yeah. Yeah, twenty-four karat meltdown. Hey, you listen, cut. I know that ain't no god. I'm going to take it. I'm going to be passionate wait. In it now. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> the angel of the Lord, the angel of the Lord just took the golden ephod. What are we going to do now?
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> I love it. It's, it's kind of fun actually, just listening to it without seeing it. You know, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's even better i think it's great anyway if you haven't yep. seen that video look it up it's uh, it's it's outstanding on that so john you know we've been talking about this the last uh, you know few months now. what what happened to gideon
1: well you know i think it's actually a very typical thing that happens can happen to any of us uh when when we're used of god by the holy spirit which is the only way we can ever really be used. I mean, we don't do things for God. Um, we don't do great things for God. God does great things through us for Himself. And um, but when that's happened to us, it's very easy for us. Then, you know, when when the victory is over, the we look back and we think, oh, well, you know, that was that was pretty cool." Uh, look what I did, and it, it can very quickly turn into what we did, and then also I think we can jump on, jump on the the victory of that, and start to ride that out, and make up our own stuff that God never intended. I I think some of that might have gone on with Gideon, because it got, I don't, from what we can tell, it, it doesn't appear that God gave him a lot of instruction about what he was supposed to do after uh, the Midianites were conquered, which means maybe that was just good enough, you know, but, but no, Gideon had to, Gideon had to run him down to the last man, um, which maybe that's what they should have done, you know, so I, I'm not, I'm not saying that wasn't wrong. I just saying I think they're starting to, you know, it, it's very quickly when the spirit of God really moves. We are very weak and vulnerable and afraid. Yeah. But then, once he moves, it's very easy for us to then start to try and repeat that victory on our own strength. And mm. we start to try and create the same thing over and over again. I mean, the Jesus movement was so much like this. We had great wow. movements of God. That, you know, in churches, and then we'd start to try and create the same thing over and over again. Mm. And it wouldn't work. Sooner or later, you know, it was our thing. It wasn't God's God's thing anymore. In fact, I I have a tendency to call the end of the Jesus movement, Explo 72 um, in Dallas, (laughs) when 100,000 people showed up at the, the stadium and it mm. was kind of that wasn't a spontaneous thing that was that was planned that was organized it was yeah. you know it was promoted it was uh yeah. advertised it, you know huge it was sponsored mm. the whole the whole 9 yards and it's kind of like wow. uh oh what you know what happened to the like, it's uh, like it's so formulaic like it's
0: so formulaic right it's like there's a formula to yeah. it or something
1: exactly wow. and i think that happens uh, that happens continually with us and and I think there's something else. I have got it. I got to read this, Gunner. Um this is a, from a, a really good friend of mine and a respected past pastor, one of my mentors at Peninsula Bible Church, his name is Dave Roper. And he's mm. he's a, actually a pastor to pastors now. But uh-huh. Dave Roper's strength is the Old Testament. I mean, he he sits there with a the Hebrew Bible and studies the Old Testament. I mean, he knows it uh-huh. like inside and out. And what I, I love about it is that I don't need any commentaries. I just email Dave. <laughs> if I need to know anything, <laughs> it's perfect. And he gets right back to me. And so I was, I, I, emailed, <laughs> I emailed Dave about Gideon, and this is what he wrote back. you you got to hear it. As for judges, see, this is something that I don't think a lot of us – that's the beauty of Dave. He's a Bible scholar through and through, and yet listen to the way he puts it and um, the way he understands humanity and, uh, and our situation. He says, as for judges, it's very difficult, if not impossible, to judge the morality of anything that goes on in the book of Judges. <laughs> I mean, imagine saying that to someone who who wor- worships the Bible. You know, I mean, yeah. I think we worship the Bible in church. and And here he says, it's hard, it's not impossible to judge the morality of anything that goes on in this book. Even the writer, if, and apparently there's, it might be Samuel, it might not, but he, he has Samuel with a question mark. Didn't Even the writer didn't try to evaluate. He just wrote down what was going on. There were a few bright spots, but most of it was awful. The point, as you know, is the terrible moral chaos in Israel and her desperate need for a king... It sets us up for David's reign. The finale is that awful story of the Levite, the spiritual leader in Israel, and his concubine, and the war of retaliation. All the so-called judges had flaws. Even Gideon had a colossal moral failure at the end. In terms of Old Testament theology, you have to keep the purpose of the book of Judges in mind. And this is, this is Dave's rendition of the purpose of the book of Judges. My goodness... What a mess. Do we need a king or what? <laughs> and by golly, along came David. And then Jesus <laughs>
0: Isn't that
1: great? That's awesome.
0: Who needs who needs the commentaries, right? It's like David at personal dot com.
1: Uh, there you go. I mean it puts it all in a nutshell. And uh, <laughs> that's awesome. uh but we need that's a healthy oh, attitude true. I think to have towards sure the word. Is. we need yeah, but mm. put that all. I, I I share that with it. That's the background. That's the background yeah. we need to understand that Gideon was and, and and you know people in the Old Testament they were not filled with the Spirit for the rest of their lives like like we do mm. when we come into relationship yeah. with Christ. They were filled with the Spirit for a task. The Spirit mm. comes and the Spirit and it's it's a toss up what kind of person they're going to be uh, without the Spirit. Wow. Wow,
0: so really, I mean, that's so good. I mean, that's, I mean, uh, that that's a quote you could probably just chew on for for quite some time. On that, so really, kind of that, that first question of you know what happened to Gideon? Really, the power went bad, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah,
1: it went bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and so, uh,
0: with, so with that, go ahead.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I got I'm saying, getting a little you know, transit.
0: Yeah transitioning from that, you know, from what happened to Gideon, I thought it was just great, great answer there, is that, you know, at the end of the video there, obviously, you know, we had a little action go on with the ephod there. What, so what is it with this, the Afad, and and, and just he just tore down one idol and, and put up another?
1: Yeah, that's a very interesting deal. You know, of course, in the beginning, they, uh, Gideon goes at this great moment, tearing down the idol of Baal. And and God protects him from the people, and uh, God does this great thing through him. And then at the end, he says we we find out he takes all the earrings from the the Midianites. They were they wore golden earrings, and they pulled them off of all the men, they all the people, the warriors. They killed as little trophies. They mo- uh, m- melted it all down, and they made this golden ephod. Well now. That sounds immediately awful. You know, he's putting (laughs) – got to put it in context. The ephod was actually a breast – it was a kind of a priestly garment, a vestment. The the high priest, the Jewish high priest wore when he went into the Holy of Holies. So it's not like Gideon is erecting another Baal. I mean, yeah. he's using the model. Something good. It's it's something out of the priest. But but he 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 turned its purpose. He he made a golden ephod because he thought. Therefore, I think he was thinking maybe now. Uh, even though he wasn't the priest himself, he could go be with that golden ephod. And the idea was to find the will of God. This is the way you find the will of God. But huh. it was for the priest to wear not to make an idol out of. And yet that's what that's what he did. And maybe maybe his intentions were good, but the whole thing went bad. They started to worship the ephod and and but just think about that. Uh Gunner, how how much is that like us and the church? Yeah. And how quickly something that's good like worship music becomes something that yeah. we worship. Suddenly we're yeah. worshiping worship music. Or we're mm. worshiping the people who are doing the worship music. Or we're worshiping the pastor. Or we're worshiping, That's, like yeah, I yeah. said earlier, the Bible. Some people worship the Bible.
0: Yeah. Mm. So that would be it's a uh, you know, present-day present day example of the same problem, right? We're thinking, okay, okay. Uh, what's the life-level yeah. life application to, to how it is today? And that would be some great examples of the same problem in today's present day.
1: We have the same problem. I think we worship people, personalities worship, you know. Um, I think we uh, we get enamored with power and wealth and position, and we equate that with God's blessing. So we start to worship that, the same thing that the world is worshiping, only we put it in the context of ministry, but it's a golden ephod nonetheless. Or um, we, we're looking to our leaders instead of looking to Christ. Or or how, how about thinking that we need something else to please God? Anything more like you need to go to this church or this seminar or you have to have you know, this kind of Bible translation, or you're not really in. You know, anything that you need to please God other than faith is an it is an idol and it's something that we've turned that way. And uh uh Anything that makes us not realize that everything we need for life and godliness comes through the spirit. That mm-hmm. is that, – that's the way it needs to be and how quickly we can turn to anything but that. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's, it's going to really wow. – really, that mm-hmm. takes us way back to the beginning of the story. Remember the beginning of the story? Gideon was afraid, and he was hiding, yeah. and he was weak mm-hmm. and small. And guess what? That's the way we're supposed to be all the time because that's when God yeah. uses us. Mm-hmm. So, see, when God uses you, then don't turn around and say, "Oh, I'm I'm pretty great now." That's, yeah. That's the beginning of the end.
0: Yeah, it sure is, isn't it? Um Yeah. So what do we do, John? John, I mean, landing the plane on this this episode yeah. here on this this podcast what do we do? I mean, I mean, so often I think you know. Sometimes intentions are might be right sometimes, and this next thing we know, mm-hmm. we've, we've, you know we've, we've taken it off. Now we're worshiping this idol. What do we do? What, what, what advice and counsel would you give us to land the plane on this episode? Uh, to 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 avoid this. I think
1: we just have to keep focusing on uh, Christ and the reality of ourselves. We we need to keep in mind our limitations, our humanity, our sin, our weakness, our smallness in relationship to Christ. And mm. if we stay there, we will continue yeah. to have experience the power of God in our lives. And yeah. it doesn't take much uh, to, to be reminded of that. You know, it just, it just takes being honest and being accountable. So even the greatest among us, uh, We have to all be accountable to one another because when we do that, we we all come down to the safe level. We all need Christ. Uh, We all need forgiveness. We all need help on a daily basis, and that's when we continue to experience uh, the power of God in our lives.
0: Amen. Amen.
1: And and, you you and
0: and, and Marty and the CATCH ministry, you have a prayer prayer line open, don't you, on the website?
1: Oh, yeah for uh, for anything and everything um encourage anybody to uh write in um you can write in your prayer requests, and we take these very seriously Mar- marty copies them out sends them out to our prayer warriors and and we even summarize them and send them out as well to our, our member partners so many of them are involved in 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 praying as well
0: mm. so we invite people to to uh Take us up on that. Let's join together in prayer. And uh John, we're still we're we're getting close to uh, become one of three hundred. That's still uh, available to for people that wanna be a part of the three hundred, correct?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We uh we're not gonna probably be talking a whole lot about Gideon anymore, but we still are short and we we need member partners. That uh that regular that regular basis is what's gonna give us the strength to um uh, the wherewithal to do more, um, to do more with the catch.
0: Mm. Oh, man. Absolutely. So they can go to catchjohnfisher.com uh, to get yep. prayer, to become one of the 300, and take part in your daily catch uh, posts yeah. uh, as well. So we invite you to do that. Sign up for the email. John, it's been a great series.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yes, it has. It has. It makes me want to start something else now. Uh, I think, uh, and I think uh,
0: I think people need to tune in, tune in for that. So stay tuned. to what's next uh, here on the Catch uh, podcast, John? I'm going to land the plane. What do you say?
1: I say I say go for it.
0: You're listening to the Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith.
1: To get it together Trying to help their fellow man